Welcome to the Sports The Show. I'm DJ Pat Nasty, and I'm here with... Tiny. And we have in AZ... Malcolm Marze. Malcolm in the land of the sun, not in this frost-ridden wasteland that Tiny Air and I are in yeah, right now. Cold down here now. If you didn't hear about it, Malcolm, we've got a big frost coming this weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah, the whole whole East Coast is dealing with it. Mm. So we, uh, we've at least got a ton of basketball college and professional to watch right now uh, to keep us indoors and warm and happy. But uh, the big news we want to discuss on today's show have been in the NFL and the beginning of the NFL offseason as you had players come under the franchise tag, one being Devontae Adams by the Green Bay Packers, which was a domino effect that led to what some thought would have been the biggest free agent target period in Aaron Rodgers and his uh, re-signing with the Packers, which I think surprised some people, but a lot of people really viewed Aaron Rodgers' best option as going back to the Packers. So we'll see if he can run it back with Green Bay and get further than a second round exit. But free agency after that really started coming down quickly in terms of acquisitions uh, through trade and otherwise. Uh, You have Russell Wilson being traded for Drew Locke and draft picks to the Denver Broncos. You had Amari Cooper getting traded now to the Cleveland Browns. That just happened today. And Jarvis Landry is looking to be traded from Cleveland. Deshaun Watson uh, won't face criminal charges. So you have Sean Watson entering the free agent slash trade market and so on and so forth. Khalil Mack moving over to the Chargers to try and maybe imitate what Von Miller did uh, by going to the Rams last year and winning a Super Bowl. But I wanted to get your take first, Tiny. Uh, Oops. (laughs) I want to get your take first, Tiny. Uh, The NFL free agency has led to a lot of big names moving into a lot of different cities uh, Carson Wentz is now playing for your commanders at yep. quarterback, apparently. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk about the Wentz move later in all things Washington in the second half of the show with some of your D.C. faithful. Yeah, But I want to get... Uh, your opinion on the free agency moves in general, you know, there have been so many that have happened already in trades and different signings. Uh, what move that you've seen happen so far to this point right now do you think impacts uh, the NFL landscape the most? I mean, I think in general, everyone's got their eyes on the Russell Wilson move. I don't know if it impacts the landscape as much as it impacts a a franchise like Denver that's been trying for years to get that guy, you know, and the commanders are in the same position. Um, It's hard to find that guy. And when I saw that happen, I was like, okay, so Elway finally got his guy. Yeah. Whether it's for a few years or not, Mm -hmm. he got what he's been looking for for so long. Um, Elway and Russell are actually very similar guys um, where they're baseball guys and they both could have gone to the league um, potentially, uh, at least at the time when they were both teenagers. But he's finally, I think, happy with who he has running the whole thing uh, quarterback wise. He's got Russell Wilson. Um, I think they're going to be like pretty good friends and all that other kind of extraneous stuff. Uh, So that's like the big news Uh, as far as landscape in the league. We'll see after the draft and we'll definitely have a, uh, a big time draft show, but that's, that's, that's the big one. Um, so far, I think, uh, and then coming up the Deshaun Watson saga will be something we'll talk about for sure. I don't know who's going to want to take him on, but there's a lot of suitors. I mean, there really is. And it's, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see 
what ends up happening in the Deshaun Watson saga. I think we're all eager to see yeah, what so, happens. And I think just to answer your question really plainly, um, it's kind of a TBD thing where like, so we've seen a few of these pieces come out. Rogers signed Wilson's in Denver now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Commander Carson. I hate calling him that. <laughs> Yeah, but he's there. So like there's a few other teams that are just waiting um, to see what kind of develops after the draft and even potentially before. But I think bigger news is yet to come. And I think Mm -hmm. that that big piece might be the Deshaun Watson saga. But real quick before I go over to Malcolm, do you think Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay or Russell Wilson going to Denver is going to have a bigger impact than potentially Deshaun Watson filling in on a San Francisco team, an Oakland team? One of these teams looking to move their quarterback right now. Uh, We've seen San Francisco kind of motion in the direction that they may go with Trey Lance moving forward over Jimmy Garoppolo. Raiders look interested to move Derek Carr. Uh, You even have potentially a move with Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. Do you think any of those options, any of the options that have uncertainty at quarterback could be a bigger impact than Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson in their moves right now, Tiny? I would say Aaron Rodgers carries a little more weight because it Mm kind of stabilizes that division. Um, It kind of may twist how some of the other teams that division think. Um, but not really like the fact that Russell went to Denver, I think makes them a better team. But at the same time, that division is already so stable with Mahomes and the Chiefs pretty much dominating. And then it. Herbert. Yeah. Yeah. And Herbert. So like I think the Aaron Rodgers, even though it wasn't a move per se, kind of like establishes that division more so than you know, Wilson coming to the AFC West, which is yeah. already pretty established. And okay, that's yeah, that's just my call. I'm I'm pretty interested to see how it plays out. What do you think, Pat? Honestly, like same question. Yeah, I I would go with uh, right now Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay as the biggest story of the offseason, even though Russell Wilson going to Denver has an impact on two different teams because you're seeing the true end of the Seahawks era of the 2010s that led to a Super Bowl and two Super Bowl appearances. Uh, you're seeing Denver try to recreate what they had for Peyton Manning and a, de- a very good receiving core in a very solid defense. Uh, Russell Wilson have ever, I don't think, is going to have the impact in Denver that a Peyton Manning did because Peyton Manning was playing in a division that did not have, yeah. uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. Yes, it had Philip Rivers in it at the time, but Philip Rivers isn't just Justin Herbert, I don't think so. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers going back to the NFC North with that team has the biggest potential to make an impact on a Super Bowl run, I think, in the NFC, which is uh, the more favorable division to be in now that Tom Brady or uh, conference to be in now that Tom Brady's left. Uh, If you look at the top quarterbacks in the NFC, it's a different ball game really in terms of talent and Aaron Rodgers really does separate himself completely. Yep. If Deshaun Watson enters the conference, uh, it's going to be a little bit tougher, but I think Aaron Rodgers with Green Bay has the best outcome this season out of any uh, move during this period in the offseason so far. Malcolm, I want to get your take on what offense, what offseason move that we've seen so far uh, has really caught your eye. I really like the Russell Wilson move. Um, All those players are pretty young and to surround him in a better position in that division, that that's something that could work. Mm -hmm. However, I I really do agree with you because the NFC is like dilapidated at quarterback pretty much. So Mm -hmm. like Aaron Rodgers will have an easier track to the finals capturing home field, do the same thing they did, run it back Mm -hmm. from last year. 
Um, I mean, I think also Mahomes is going to be somebody to contend with with the AFC, but it just adds on. It's like piling on with Russell Wilson in the AFC now because you have Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Allen, Herbert, and then now you add Russell into the mix. It just kind of makes it super loaded. They beat up each other. Yeah. So if everybody, all those quarterbacks beat each other up, whoever's left standing faces Aaron Rodgers at the end, you know? No, I mean, if you think about the NFC, you really have the established quarterback being Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, right. Matthew Stafford. Right. And, I mean, are you going Matt Ryan? He's established, but what's his team now with, you know, just Kyle Pitts as your receiver? And you got Jameis if he's going to go G. back. Well, Jimmy G's not. Or he's not on that level. He's you know, not on that level. Competition is slim. Uh, competition but, is slim. you know, Kyler Murray's your best young quarterback in the NFC, right? Right now. Yeah. And most of them are in the NFC West, honestly. It's uh Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very interesting um to see Russell leave the NFC and go to the AFC and maybe shake some things up um mm-hmm. as far as seating goes. But in my opinion, it really comes down to kind of Aaron stayed where he was and everyone was like talking a bunch of shit about like, is he going to leave? But he stayed where he was and he's still Mm kind of the king in the NFC right now. Well, Um, you know, if they lock down Devontae and then, of course, the Rams. Yeah. You know, but to be fair, Aaron kind of created all the doubt himself in the offseason last year where he was the one saying, I hate this or, you know, the good old I wish I knew the good old days before the good old days were here. Whatever office quote he chose at that point. And it was a media storm. And yeah. When he fr- it's funny because like when he first started, he was like a kind of a cool, calm, collected guy. Yeah. Just doing his thing. Everyone liked him. And then he got in this phase where like he, he's he like creating all this right. media shit. He shifted right and tried to play culture but wars. I'm honestly glad it's over. And it's like, oh, all right, thank God it's over. I'm a Packer. And it's like, all right, Aaron, let's see it. Let's fucking see it. Like, no, I think, I know, think like, he's the most talented quarterback in the NFC. Yeah, by far. And I don't think anyone doubts that, but he kind of turned into this monster where he just really got a little bit too much obsessed with the media and questions. He became a troll. Yeah, he literally did. And but now that it's settled, hopefully he shuts up. And I mean, cancel culture casket. I don't ever need to hear that out of him again. But like, you know, I just want to see him do what I've what I we all saw him do when he was younger and not talking a bunch. And yeah, I mean, I don't hate him as much as others, but the dude can play. And it's very clear. But again, now that you signed with the Packers, prove it and do it. And real quick, before we get to the DC Collective, I want a a quick take from you guys all on this. Uh, I think that with the Aaron Rodgers signing Green Bay signals yet again, Jordan Love was not the right pick. how, How long do you think it's going to take Green Bay to find success for, for Aaron Rodgers at this rate, you know, I feel like Jordan Love was specifically drafted to be the successor to Aaron Rodgers. He didn't have any other reason to be drafted in the first round. Other than that, you don't draft your backup in the first round. And now that plan's out of the window, pretty yeah. much. This year's not a great year for quarterbacks and definitely not the Packers at the draft position they're in. Do you think the Packers are going to dictate the end of Aaron Rodgers' career by getting a successor? Or do you think it's just going to kind of all come crashing down and they'll pick up the pieces when Aaron leaves? Starting with you, Tiny. Quick take. I I don't think they thought Aaron would produce as well as he did for the past two years. And going forward, I think they're giving him more or less two more years. Okay. And if someone comes calling for Jordan Love, they might mm-hmm. trade him. But initially, when they drafted Jordan Love, I think that they didn't, in their heads know that Aaron Rodgers would produce at an MVP level for like the following year. So Mm -hmm. I say they're pretty much 
gonna stick with Aaron for at least two more years and kind of now Jordan Love he used to be like kind of the future idea but now he's kind of just like a part of the car they could sell type thing yeah no I agree I I like that take Malcolm how do you feel about it I really think Aaron Rodgers will be really successful next year like I think next year he might make that next level and get to the Super Bowl okay um I'm not sure if he'll win it because I I think I might lean a little bit more towards the AFC, but um, definitely NFC championship game. Um, Definitely. I I could see Green Bay getting there and doing some damage. And I just go um, ahead. I really don't know. I really don't know. Like uh, if they'll find the successor, it just depends on how, how they work, how Mm -hmm. how they're going to set up Matt LaFleur. Um, If they start their successor, then they keep love and then keep Aaron and keep Aaron for the next foreseeable four, four years. And then after, after that, they'll have love there to transition. You know, Aaron was behind Favre for a long time. I think they should just go with that blueprint. But okay, I don't think they'll stay true to it. I think they'll panic. And yeah. what really will happen is they'll just leave it where Aaron Rodgers is out there. And when he's ready to go, the team will be um, more similar to how the Seahawks are now. Just completely obliterated well it's almost like i feel that there's there's not ever been a situation like this to me in terms of my memory in free agency in the nfl where a quarterback basically uh they put their team in a re-signing position in a worse position for the future in terms of like the long term than by, you know, going into free agency, not signing with them. I don't think I've ever seen a situation like this where yeah. the the player, the quarterback, wins out by signing with the team he's been with his whole career. I mean this like Tom Brady left the Buccaneers out in the wind. They don't have a quarterback. They're in the market for one. But he didn't play there for 15 years. Aaron Rodgers, this has been the place he's been in forever. You know, they had the contingency plan after he left and he's just not going to leave and they're going to have to throw that plan out the window now. You know what it is? It's really because you, you gave me an idea. It's really like when New England let Brady go, he goes and wins the Super Bowl. Green Bay's like, we don't want that to haunt us. So let's pay him now and make sure we can get a Super Bowl. I if mean, Aaron Rodgers wins to Pittsburgh or and added on to the AFC or some other team, they would be a Super Bowl favorite. I mean, I just can only think of the 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 only team in recent memory that had a star quarterback retire or you know i mean retiring's different he's not retired there's just no, nothing he's the there the he's the mvp like ben roethlisberger's left pittsburgh and there's nothing there they're obviously <laughs> going to take a quarterback most likely in the draft yeah but it's just i don't i cannot think of a quarterback that when they re-signed i feel like put the team in an even deeper position where it's like you're now not able to go after a quarterback for the future like i feel like you're cutting off your nose to spite your face in this situation a little bit it's really they're putting in all the chips like a team that's going out to get a, a quarterback in the free agent market or the trade market it feels like aaron Rodgers is like the russell wilson for the packers it it almost feels like he's not resigning with the team he's signing a new with the team you know what i'm saying like it, it just feels like a completely different scenario like him coming it because it, it just feels like it's taking away certain resources <laughs> From the team, him coming there, I just, it it feels weird to me. I haven't seen a free agency situation in terms of the quarterback position go this awry for a franchise in my life yeah. where, yeah, they might end up winning the Super Bowl, but they also might be destitute for the next 10 years because there's no contingency plan once Aaron Rodgers leaves. And I think almost every other NFL team is looking forward and the Packers are just kind of pushed into this box. 
Yeah, it's it's very unique. I agree. Um, he a lot of people would say he played them, um, mm-hmm. and he did. He took a quarter of their whole you know salary. Yeah. Uh, however, um, he did that because he produces results. I'm not saying I agree with what he did. Uh, a lot of people are going to hate on him, uh, but you know he did win the MVP. If he if he gets them there, people will forget about it. But what he did is kind of producing a onus on him and the franchise that and the fans. If if he doesn't get them there based on what he just did, people are gonna brutalize him for what he did. But yeah, it's it. You're right, Pat. It's it's honestly I can't. Like when you were doing your take, I was trying to think of another player that's even come close to doing that. And I can't think of it. It's insane to me. So it's like it's crazy. It is. It's crazy. And he's put it on himself and the franchise has put it on themselves as well. But if they do it, everyone will forget about it, which is what's so crazy about sports sometimes. But yeah, I mean, Aaron created all this hoopla and I know I know some Green Bay fans and I know some Chicago Bears fans that hate his guts. So I've, I've heard all the arguments back and forth. Yeah, he kind of put it on him. But thank God it's settled, honestly. Like I'm, I'm just kind of tired of talking about it. Like it's exhausting. You know, I'm a Chicago fan. I love Aaron. I love <laughs> all the antics. I love everything. Like you know, it's it's ridiculous. But well, Malcolm, fishing. you're a very unique Chicago fan. He's efficient though. Like he would pretty much got them there because they got the inside track to the playoffs. They just kind of messed up versus San Fran. They got ran over by San Fran, and they didn't see them coming. You know, I, I like the I like that the the front office at least renewed a sense of loyalty. They should have been they should have did this before and not messed up the love so now they're yeah. trying to make him for it and, and again yeah honestly, malcolm like i love the take sense. i'm trying to like see both sides of the situation it's a lot tough, of people hate on aaron for what he ridiculous. did but like he still won the mvp and almost got them there two time in uh two so, time in a row mvp is he not he's, is he not know. worth the money you know what i mean oh like, definitely but it's like the disrespect in the front office towards aaron Rodgers to me is just like by doing the love situation i thought it was like completely ridiculous like yeah you pretty much set yourself up for this situation but now pat you put it pointly perfect they're not gonna have the money in the future no so. it's gonna be it's <laughs> it's gonna be crazy to see and they're gonna lose Devonte adams they're gonna lose more of their defense they're not gonna yep. be able to sign it's an interesting situation to see nonetheless but yeah we'll talk about all of these situations in the NFL moving forward as the offseason continues, but we've had one big offseason move uh, in terms of franchises in the NFL, and that being Washington picking their new team name, the Commanders. Uh, we're about to get to the segment with the DC crew here on the Sports of the Show. And now, as I said uh, earlier on the show, we have Matt... With us from the DC collective known yeah. as the Huff Brothers. <laughs> Thank you all for having me. <laughs> we've had Matt and Tim both on the show in the past. Uh, we've got Matt back with us after it's been, it was pre pandemic, I yeah. think, that we had you on the show. So it's been a while. Right, but <laughs> right during, you know, right during the heat of it when we were figuring things out. Oh, yes. No, it was when we were getting uh, in the, in the uh, only version of the show that is right yeah yep. speculating on the name and yeah now we know it and now we know, we know quarterback. it yep. yeah <laughs> well i uh am happy to have you back i know we all are matt but uh i want to get to you and tiny and i'll start with you tiny first uh we are a show that is listened to in the dc area Indeed. in the maryland area uh and we have a lot of thanks to both of you guys for that uh you know listenership i wanted to say viewership but no one could see our ugly mugs on the face so so but i want to get to you tiny washington's had a lot of changes in 2022 it is we haven't even played a game yet the regular season but washington's already had a name change a quarterback change um how are you feeling about the team right now? And, you know, as a fan, do you think the team is doing enough 
to put the best possible team on the field for you guys to win in a potentially winnable NFC East. Yeah, so like watching from afar, but also watching very closely. Um, I'm not there proximity-wise, but I've, I follow this team like I would follow anything that anyone cares about very much. Uh, I try to keep track. I call, I call the Huff Boys. I call my dad all the time. I listen to the local podcasts. Um, and of course... As kind of a pessimist, I have a lot of things to say negatively, maybe. But what we're doing now, my main take is we're trying to be safe and maybe stay out of all this media scrutinism that we're constantly under. Uh, the Commanders, I don't love the name. It will probably grow on me. When I first heard it, I was like, man, that's kind of dumb. I don't really like it. Uh, I do like the black jerseys, though. Um, however, Commanders is safe. And then going after a guy after we couldn't get Russell or Aaron, Carson Wentz, he looks like a quarterback. He was a highly touted prospect coming out of the draft. He has a strong arm. I hope it works. Um, it's sad that like when it happened, when I heard the news, I was like, I almost couldn't react. It was like one of those things where like I was really on the fence and I was like, okay, we have Carson Wentz now. Um, but what we're doing is safe. We're, we're trying to turn this thing around slowly, which I think is against what Dan Snyder tried to do for years and years where he tried to just buy success. So my optimism side is like we're going in the right direction. Uh, as far as Carson Wentz goes, um, I'm going to throw to Matt real soon here. I think he's got the talent like we've seen it like he, he has done it before. And he's the kind of guy we haven't had in a while mm -hmm. um, where he is the prototypical pocket passer. Yeah. Um, hopefully he works out in our system. There's a lot of variables going around. But when I first when I first heard it, I'm not going to lie. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, man, please, God, don't like give me a Wentz jersey for my birthday. <laughs> yeah. But Matt Boone. Matt Hub. Yes, sir. How do you feel about it first? And then what I really want to know, since I'm down here in Charleston, how is the town reacting to it? But first of all, I just want to hear your straight up opinion on Wentz, man. What do you think? I mean, he, we used to play him twice a year. He used to kill us, as you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, so we have seen it work, um, you know, through 2017, I guess was that was his big year as he yeah. was 11 and two or whatever, and leading them to a division title. Um, after that, he, you know, the injury really hurt him for a little while, but you know, I'm more optimistic than most around here. Okay. I, it seems, um, I always thought we'd end up with the middle of the pack. I never thought we were going to get a Russell Wilson or an Aaron Rodgers. You know, we're going to end up with Trubisky or uh, Wentz or, you know, name your random Jag. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> so I always kind of figured that was going to happen. So when I heard Wentz, I was like, you know what? It's better than Trubisky. It's better than mm -hmm. Mariota. Um, yeah. You know, of course, I wanted Russell Wilson, but yeah. deep down, I knew he why would he come here? <laughs> you know, fair enough. <laughs> Um, but I think the whole fan base felt like that too. You know, we knew we weren't going to get a top tier, but then locally the reaction is pretty negative still, even when we get like a guy that what was, I consider an upgrade over Heineke. A guy that and, was honestly on an MVP run for a second. That yeah. one year that I think he's, well, yeah, he was I on think an he's MVP. a massive up, upgrade over Heineke. He the the only downside with Wentz, I feel like really that uh is glaring is you know he does have those gunslinger moments where he'll have a great game against the cardinals and then lose the must win game against the jazz or the jazz the jags might as well be the jazz on the field uh with how bad uh the jags played some points this year but you know i think with wentz you got a great chance to to have him keep you in some games. But with this defense 
in Washington in the NFC. You know, the the Colts AFC defense was stellar and is mm-hmm. stellar with Darius Leonard and different players and the formations uh, or schemes rather called defensively for the Colts. But I really like Washington's defense in this division and the schemes that uh, Riverboat Ron and his coordinators will run up every now and then. And you have a strong receiver in Terry McLaurin that I don't think Wentz had in Indianapolis. And, you know, in in hindsight, they really didn't have one in in Philly either uh, during his tenure there. When you really think about it, they had out they had possession receivers. But, you know, someone like McLaurin, who has the speed, the agility, the ability to you know, catch the ball over the top of a defender. It could make out to be a really good situation for him. It's just all about, you know, his ability as a quarterback to bounce back from a bad season. Yeah. But I want to get uh, before Malcolm's take on this, I want to get from both of y'all. Do you think out of the quarterbacks available, the Jimmy Garoppolo's, do you think even with Derek Carr on the market, do you think there would have been a better quarterback to trade for than Carson Wentz outside of, you know, your Russell Wilson, your Aaron Rodgers? And and I will include now the Deshaun Watson trade in there. Uh, you know, what with uh, both of you guys, and I know Watson's a hot topic and we haven't really gotten to that, but the criminal charges aren't gonna be filed. It looks like he's going to be dealt. Uh, potentially from Houston. Do you guys think that Wentz was the best option of the quarterbacks remaining in the available trade market? Maybe. Let me see what I would do if I'm in the front office. (laughs) Go first, Malcolm. Sure, yeah, go with it, Malcolm. I think you go for someone like Mitchell Travitsky or someone safe like that. Mm -hmm. That also could potentially win you a playoff game. Do you think Trubisky's a bridge quarterback? Like bridging from one era to your next draft pick or big free agent signing? I think I would like him a little bit more than uh, Carson Wentz. I mean, Indianapolis is like a ready-made team. If if, if Russell Wilson went to re- Indianapolis, it, it'd be like almost dominant with the offensive line they got, the defensive line they got, and the running back. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean the running backs, no denying it, is the the best run game we've seen in a decade. Yeah. Jonathan yeah. Taylor killed it. Um, when I heard Trubisky as a rumor, I literally threw up. I did not want him. <laughs> he said he's going to be with the Giants. He he's, the, he's with Daniel Jones. Trubisky now. was on the bottom of my list. He's in the East. He's in the NFC East here regardless. Wentz, but yeah. <laughs> Wentz, however, after the dust settled, um, you know, I think Watson was probably the best prospect if you're going to ignore his legal troubles. There's a lot of baggage with it. But that's kind of what I was saying. And I mean, D.C. with the situation right. they were in, in terms of the so executives, that probably wouldn't have floated. Like, well. That's kind of like what I was saying. Yeah. No, I get in you. In the beginning yeah. is like, Watson, if you kind of like are willing to ignore his transgressions, he's obviously the most talented guy in the market. I'm hoping he ends up in Atlanta at this point. But I we, don't know. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. There he goes, there he goes. But, like, we can't take him in no, Washington right now. right now. So, to answer your question, yeah, maybe Wentz. And I didn't really see it coming. I was kind of surprised. Like, So, you'd take him over Garoppolo? <laughs> I mean, Garoppolo's Garoppolo cuter. But, but legitimately, though, because Garoppolo, there's something about him that is something about him. the football guy that's like, he's a winner guy. And it's like, yeah. but the intangible. But I think Win- Wentz, wins, Wentz is like... Wentz is like, yeah, like, where does he get to, you know, with his winning in air quotes? I'm doing air quotes. Wentz is like going to the car dealership and just like buying the most responsible van. Yeah. Like it's it might work out in the end. See, I feel the complete opposite with him, though, because I feel like he's like (laughs) Favre 
on steroids where it's like, dude, you're getting one to two games. But also you're not getting a consistent like Kirk Cousins bad. Like Kirk Cousins isn't going to throw an interception, but he's also going to take a lot of sacks because he's that guy that's not going to. They'd rather Kirk throw that ball down the field (laughs) and get another two or three or five interceptions compared to his like he'll only throw seven or whatever the hell. Yeah. Instead of eating all the sacks he eats. And again, like I'm reacting from afar and I want to get back to Matt um, about more of the local reaction like Wentz for for me is like like I said like choosing a a decent minivan yeah but how do you feel Matt personally and like do you think and have you heard if like how much did Ron have to do with it I know you hear a lot more local talk and you're a little more in the know up there Mm -hmm. like is this kind of a bridge move like is this like we'll sign him we'll eat the 28 mil or do you think this is more of like a kind of like all right this might be our guy type situation well to me i don't think anybody in the front office or ron love any of the rookie quarterbacks coming out in this draft it's a bad it's a bad quarterback draft that's true and that's the main reason they felt panic and needed to go after wentz even though we were eating 28 million but the beauty of the deal is we can get out of it after a year yeah so you know if this blows up in our face we can say all right see you later enter draft next year there's plenty of quarterbacks to choose from next year oh yeah but you know the way it's hard to tell who made the move because the marty's i still don't really know what they do um (laughs) (laughs) you know you got marty herney and um martin what's his name martin uh Mayhew. Yeah. And they're kind of like GM, I guess, GM one and GM two, but GM then Ron's really calling all the shots and, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I think they came down to, okay, they have the top three. We can't touch Watson, even though personally that's who I wanted. Yeah. Young, yeah. Talented, but we couldn't touch them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then they were like, okay, let's go to this next tier. And then that's when you get into trading for Wentz or Garoppolo or signing a James or Trubisky, um, which I think I wouldn't, I wouldn't have minded, you know, signing Jameis Winston, drafting someone this year. Mm -hmm. And that way you kind of have a little bit of competition. What scares me the most about Wentz is, you know, this leadership, you know, he's now on his third team in three years. Yeah. Um, apparently he doesn't thrive in that competition. So I am yeah. curious to see what he's going to do, even though Heineke is not better than him. Like oh, yeah. No, that That's without a doubt that Heineke's he's above hero. Heineke. Yeah. Yeah. But those players are like boys with Heineke. So mm-hmm. I'm yeah. interested to see. Oh, Heineke's the rah-rah win guy that you want on yeah. your team. Like he'll get your players. He's a perfect backup to yeah. for the players to just be like, you know, no, this motherfucker's cool. Right. I like hanging out with this guy from the quarterback I'm drink room. Some beers with this guy. Yeah, you want yeah. him to be there when you got your, you know, Aaron Rodgers, whatever quarterback, where it's like, yeah, he's cool with a couple of dudes, but the rest of the dudes, he's like kind of a dick too. You know? Yeah, and that that yeah. will be really interesting to see if Wentz can like come in and have any command of the Commanders. Um, <laughs> Exactly. Right. So, like, yeah, he's that, that's that's what I'm so scared but about. Too, I, man. I, it's like he's got he's got like all that like. But if you're trading, like I can throw far and I can do this shit. Would you rather like trade big. the third round picks for Wentz and eat his contract, or trade a higher round, a second round, potentially a player included for a Derek Carr who's on the market? So I got very excited when I was disappointed when Russell signed with Denver, but. Then Mm -hmm. it hit me. I'm like, you know, they got Mahomes, they got Justin Herbert, they got Russell Wilson, and now Derek Carr's somehow the worst quarterback in division right now. Oh, yeah. It's a murderer's row of quarterbacks. Yeah. The Raiders probably know they're going to struggle playing those three teams twice a year. Oh, yeah. So I was kind of hopeful that they'd be like, let's get him out. Mm -hmm. Let's start fresh. Let's start from the bottom and start to really, you know, rebuild rather than try to compete with these, you know, mammoths in this division. Yeah. So he was, you know, I would have much rather had Derek Carr, but I think Wentz falls, you know, in a, that was a decent move for what we had to pick from. Oh Um, yeah. You know, we gave up, it's going to essentially be a three and a two. I think that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 70% of the snaps. 
But to me, even if it's, you know, two threes, our last year's third round picks were Deami Brown and Benjamin St. Juiced. Yeah, not the biggest names. (laughs) (laughs) So I I would easily trade the two of them for a quarterback. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, picks matter. But at this point, I think the potential and the ceiling for Carson Wentz is higher than people are getting giving him credit yeah no it's he threw 27 touchdowns and seven interceptions last year but all we can remember those last two games and those horrible interceptions he threw like the one against (laughs) you know on the goal line flips it left handed pick six (laughs) like those are embarrassing but you know 27 and 7 heineke was what 22 and 15 last year yeah Yeah, it's substantial difference I think what really brings Wentz down is his final season in Philly where it was just like NFL record transition bad with one team where like no players ever had that level of a fall off from the quarterback position in terms of rating and advanced stats and all of the nerdy metrics that we hear on a day-to-day basis. But I do think with the quarterbacks readily available that we, we know we're moving. Uh, Wentz is definitely in the top of that. You know, you have a Wentz, a Garoppolo, potentially a Trubisky if you want to float him in that area i don't really put him there as much i think he's going to be a good backup for a lot of teams and you might see mitchell trubisky play but that's another another take for another show uh but malcolm did you have any uh thoughts on the wince move outside of just how he's going to perform did you feel that there were any other options that would have been better suited in or rather options available that we know of uh during the went signing or trade rather excuse me do you think there's uh uh was a better option out there i don't think there was a better option but it's just like what at what point do you need those picks down the line as far as like adding depth to key areas you just it's just unforeseen. But if you're about that position now, I mean, with the defense that the way that they're playing and the weapons you could surround them with, it does make sense to not just narrow it down yeah. to his last couple of games. Okay. But, I mean, I thought he was going to run it back in Indianapolis, but I guess they booted him out of there. So Washington kind of was fortunate and they took the best option. They yeah. had something. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they can surround him with talent, we saw those Philly teams. I mean, he's talented. That's not the problem. I mean, I don't know what the problem is just performing in the most key moments if they can kind of mask those key moments or maybe the defense kind of score for him at will and he can manage it like mm-hmm. a throwback team then they could win it because they have one of the best dns in the in the league in the game even though he got injured i think if young comes back he'll be just as dominant okay you know? and i do think building around Wentz, like you know our defense was a letdown last year, honestly. Yeah. You know, we were oh, yeah. expecting we were expecting greatness out of you know. Oh, I know. I years. drafted them on my fantasy team, <laughs> and believe me, they were gone and by week five. <laughs> Chase Young and Montez Sweat were talking about breaking the you know the all time sack records between two DNs, and it was just a big bust. Yeah. Um, you know, they got better as the season went on, but you know, I do think our core unit. I think Chase Young is going to come back strong. Mm-hmm. Focus on offense. You know, that's the big debate locally here is like are we still going to draft someone at 11 Mm -hmm. or in my eyes i'm more of like let's get a wide receiver we get curtis samuel back healthy hopefully he can stop practicing on that side field yeah uh, (laughs) the the curtis samuel honorary side field here in landover um (laughs) but get another receiver opposite terry Mm -hmm. resign jd mckissick hopefully Mm -hmm. um if you can make the money for it and get went some weapons and i think this could be successful nice well tiny do you have a take before we end the end the show for the Washington faithful. I think talking to Matt up in Maryland really helped me kind of center myself on the Wentz situation. Uh, I'm optimistic. I think he has the skills. I think, you know, just football in general has so many variables. Um, but I th- I really do believe that <clears throat> Braun is is the best coach we've had in a long time. Yeah. I think, I think he can, like, maybe put Wentz in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the end, like, I'm not going to believe it till I see it type of thing with him he's just like you know like Matt said it's he's on his third team in three years it's a tough that's that's probably not a coincidence 
but if he can grow up a little bit and use his talent and we can actually, you know, get get the defense together. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm we'll kind see. of a I'm I'm like kind of a pessimist, Matt, in general with yeah. the with the I mean, the team, but I think we we're in the right direction as far as just like, you know, like we're not doing things that are super embarrassing lately. You're not doing shit that's going to make South Park and make an episode about <laughs> you again. Yeah, no, it's Except a, for the unveiling of the name. That was yeah, that was a, that was a little years bit. to just say we are the commanders. We are the commanders. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty the stupid. Washington commies. That's yeah. what yeah. I heard see, online. I've heard the see. commandos. I can't I wait like for. I can't Mando's. wait for a bunch of Washington fans to go commando. I kind of like commandos. I think that's been a year in year out tradition and i like throughout the, w, the nfl i like regardless. the w i like i like i like yeah the black and the, the, the black the black burgundy black as Burgundy's you call it tight. even though it's garbage jerseys but. are the only thing i like really hate about everything I yeah think they're horrible you know like, um, i mean ugh. we just had it i think we had a clean jersey and there's yeah. no need to really like you know and i like well, the numbers on the helmets too much the numbers on the yeah. well kind of- we're gonna see all of that uh play out <laughs> In the reg in the preseason for the first time when we'll see Washington uh take the field in their new commander's uniforms. But real quick, before we go, I want to get starting with you, Tiny, then go into you, Matt, Malcolm, and then myself to finish. Do you think that Washington will win the NFC East this year, Tiny? No. Matt? <laughs> no. <laughs> Malcolm? I, I got Dallas. Malcolm, one word answer. Dallas. Well, that's Dallas. a, that's a yeah, good enough. Yeah. You could have just said Dallas and I got you there i'll also <laughs> say dallas malcolm i go with you but uh, uh there hasn't been a repeat nfc east winner in like 15 years forever so. True. well then i would go with philly unfortunately <laughs> jalen hurts I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry i won't washington win for the east yeah. i think the defense is amazing but i just i think we're gonna be better than giants well, yeah, I can go with that. Definitely. I'll give but, you that. But we'll see what happens in the NFC East and the NFL in general. Uh, but as always for the sports show, I'm DJ Pat Nasty and I'm here with Tiny and Malcolm Marzette. And special guests from our DC syndicate. Mm-hmm. One of the Huff brothers, Matthew. Matt Huff here with us on the sports show. We'll have Dr. Jim back. We'll have Dr. Jim back with us next time on the sports show. But as always, catch us next time. Always listen through whatever your favorite podcast streaming service is. We're available on Apple, Spotify, uh, all the other ones to check out our Anchor FM page. Make sure to like and subscribe to the show and rate us. Hopefully you give us five stars. As Bomani Jones says, if you give us four stars, we believe you're a hater. And we also have a Facebook page, so make sure to like and follow us there. We'll catch you guys next time on the Sports The Show. Niggas wasn't real as I thought, fuck them then Had to get off that couch and start hustling uh-huh. Where your set, nigga, I can bring a duffel in Took a few losses, I accepted it Made a few nobodies relevant uh-huh. Niggas running their mouth and fucking telling shit Better use your head before you get a shell in it 
Bitches tell me my dick is a gift from the Lord. I said that's the way I feel about the shit I record. <laughs> Think it's sweet, but if I hit you, I bet you you fall. Yeah. Smith and West fire hundred, break the bricks in the wall. Hauling Nash, West and Con, nigga, we up the echelon. Rap Dez, Brian and Megatron. Hit his stomach with the blammer, blood on my cameras. Had me low in the land and cave with the banana. Ah. Homie, this ain't what you want. That shit you talking only gon' get you in the trunk. Before you know it, you been missing for a month. Hauling ass shit, shout out my nigga Monk. Hey yo, the great adventure, fresh west. Can't forget the tech when I dress the fly guard in the flesh. Y'all only praise one nigga that she ain't gone. Been to the feds twice. The price to pay for me, Rob packing up. She packs in the Bellagio. Room service brought me 12, 12 bags to run on the third floor. I don't wanna sell cocaine no more. But I be goddamn if my ribs touch the lux. Brianna down in the bench truck. Word to grab your property, you getting sent up. Connect, Oklahoma. About 50 niggas shackled. Trading honey bars for a macro. What you know about burgers on a Wednesday? Shotgun shells where your kids play. Sandbox covered with red tops. Jean getting high. Street sweeper switch cheese the nigga. 148810555. It's me live. Me live. Shooters on the roof, body you, bring back a finger for proof. I pull up with something missing a roof from fifth of deuce. My bitches say, Daddy, you got the juice. <laughs> My kicks was a deuce, not 200, two racks, burn a switcher with goose. I'm the truth. <laughs> Them official niggas salute. I kill everything Derringer produce. Smoke a Cali when the sun out. Cop pull me over, I ain't put the blunt out. Said he heard the ride when I spun out. I got a car, said my work is finna run out All my kicks, I get them up before they come out Pull the drum out, rung out, knock the lung out They saying reject, is too evil The Cuban is two kilos, I'm the new seagull Tell them bitch niggas how to look I pistol whip you, then piss in your double cup Fuck it, give you the whole drum Nigga, I'm easy to find, you know where I'm from Niggas selling hard, getting paid easy uh, Armani V-neck, great Yeezy it's the S.E. gang, gun long as a hockey stick, Cadillac Fontaine, you know? Hey, yo, ringside Pacquiao Mayweather, Yeezy boost time for a gray level, all navy baby tags spray better, my work costs more cause it tastes better, the Reese's and Sly Greens, the Big Bacon and Thai Bees, the Miguel's the Pops, Mayo Jaws laying in the pot, Told the Fees the bell broke, so they not. My Lewis straight on the rocks. Bitches see the big chains so they flop. Beat the nigga and be block with a mop. Supreme bucket on like a sailor. And Bergdorf getting tailor. Wrist all nice like the whalers. You better watch what they sell ya. I bet that bullshit don't swim. My connect shooting bricks with no rim. This nigga paid me with a old tin. Smoked it out of fake. A nugget ain't a nugget till it's dipped in sauce, motherfucker. You know what it is. SC gang, bang bang, motherfucker. This what it is. What up, shin gun? Gonna pat pat and all that. Shit, Conway. Yeah, West Side Gun. We from the slums. Buff Town, baby. Down and out. 
talk about money, but couldn't pull a thousand out. Nigga tell him they let the coward out. I found it out and had him smoke, and he wasn't even an hour out. Let the switch it and put the sour out. Then go in a booth, blacking like a power out. Reject, they waiting for me to finish it. Bound man, denim drawers is limited. This for them niggas with 20 years sentences. Young niggas jumping out the van with extended shit. Look, damn you what it is. Get a word, I'ma put a bullet in this wig on everything. Anybody can get it. I got it on me now, homie, you can get it. You niggas talking, but I live it. I pull up on you, you gon' feel it, nigga. I ain't with the talking, I ain't with the dissing. You fuck around, you gon' come on missing, nigga. And anybody can get it. Six in the lane, they don't mention your name. I pull up with extend, though the clip in the hang. Dump a clip where you hang. You think this shit is a game, my nigga? I'm playing, nigga. I'm playing. Your mouth gone, get you fucking killed. Huh? You living off a reputation that your brother built. I got this shit sold like a fucking quilt. Statement broccoli, the Glock, and a Versace belt. SE gang, fuck everybody else. Caught him by itself, the chopper made his body melt. A fifth of vodka on the shelf, smoking Cali, it got it melt. You could tell the sour from how I smelt. I'm that nigga, that's how I felt. As far as rhyming go, this shit is like a lion running down an elk. I'm a giant, you a fucking elk. All I need is this iron, nigga, fuck the hell, kind. Anybody can get it. I got it on me now, homie, you can get it. You niggas talking, but I live it. I pull up on you, you gon' feel it, nigga I ain't with the talking, I ain't with the dissing You fuck around, you gon' come on missing, nigga And anybody can get it Anybody can get it, nigga These niggas ain't the machine I come through and paint the scene Red HK with the laser beam 30 shots, wake the baby, make the lady scream Fuck niggas rockin' old Navy jeans It's about to be a long night Put the wax in the bomb, hit it twice Stay in your lane if you wanna live a long life The bitches get long pipe all night The 9-11 Porsche white Still go to Onyx, throw up 20 like LeBron on an off night You at your mama house, they bout to cut off lights With every other verse, you rapping like you off-white You do it like me, movie time on Spike Lee Bad white bitch like Ice-T Bag the rockin' 501s and a white tee but I paid 750 for the Nike. Anybody can get it. I got it on me now, homie. You can get it. You niggas talking, but I live it. I pull up on you, you gon' feel it, nigga. I ain't with the talking, I ain't with the dissing. You fuck around, you gon' come on missing, nigga. And anybody can get it. Anybody can get it, nigga. Tired of you bitch ass niggas keep talking and running your motherfucking dick suckers, nigga. Can't name one of you niggas fuck with me, man. SE gang hammer on the waist, shit, leaving the club wasted, waving it in niggas' faces. Louis reeking out my fucking Porsche, sweeping coke off of marble floors. Medusa head on the buckle shit I came with the semi LVs on the luggages uh. Blood bottoms with the spikes on it Canary choke pull pink ice on it Fresh new Mac on the dresser chillin' Watchin' Ron's house Daydreamin' about Vanessa Simmons Playin' chess on the luggage Zanotti's unzip, match the leg and feel bucket Smell the dope on me at the little homie graduation Caught his first body, told him congratulations. Rocking minks at the brown fight. If the four pound don't, then the chopper might. How the fuck you gonna do me harm, nigga? I'm surrounded by shooters, I'm LeBron, nigga. Shooting like Curry, nigga. Do you like flick when Birdie ripped him? 245s on me like Jimmy Jump. Mac in the Reagan era bag in the baby trunk. Python on the just die. 
place with the dope pump. Twisting up the gas in the side store. Spend so much cash, they gotta lock the door. The SLS coke white, free slot green, they gave my nigga four lights. Kind of shit the game miss, hurricane whist. In the kitchen whipping up a cocaine dish. Stop bank at the dice game. Catch him in the yard with the knife game. Niggas ain't fucking with my night game. 40 for the hue blow, that was life change. Couple max in my bitch Berkey. Throw him off the roof, now he fly for certain. <laughs> and bitch, I won all the cash. Conway, West Side Gun, all the nags, nigga. I can tell you, as soon as those cameras stop rolling, that side of Kevin Nash that we're more familiar with, certainly Thank you.